I'm Lights Camera Jackson. This is the LCJ Q&A podcast. You can also read these interviews at animationscoop.com. New animated series premiering this Friday, August 12th, 9.30 p.m. on Disney Channel. And another new episode this Saturday, August 13th at 9.30 a.m. on Disney Channel. It's Hamster and Gretel. And joining me making a record-tying third appearance on the LCJ Q&A podcast is creator Dan Poppenmeyer. So good to see you. Excellent. I forgot to bring my three-timers jacket. <laughs> it's all right. You look great. So good to have you here. I've seen the first two episodes of Hamster and Gretel. It is so fun. And I wonder if you had this concept in your mind when we last spoke two years ago for the Phineas and Ferb movie. Uh, probably I had already done uh, a, like the cold open for the pilot at that at that at that time. I I was on vacation with my uh, uh, with my family and I I'd had this three by five card where I'd drawn this, uh, this hamster superhero on there. And, and uh, while I was on vacation, I, I went ahead and storyboarded the opening of the pilot all the way through the, the reveal that the, that uh, hamster and Gretel get the, po- the powers. And, uh, and I had brought it home and then I was putting it together in an animatic and I was just doing all the voices so that I could time, time it all out. And I had my uh, my daughter Melly come in. I said, "Hey, Melly, can you come in here and just read some lines for me?" Yeah, sure. And she came in. She read, and it like the voice really clicked. I felt like suddenly, oh, that's exactly how she sounds in my brain. I think I was sort of partially basing it on Melly, <laughs> and uh, and then we just kept her in through the testing of the pilot, and it tested really, really well. And her character tested through the roof, and and we were sort of like. I'm not sure this is broken. I don't know if we need to fix it. And she ended up being the the voice of Gretel. That's got to be an amazing feeling to see your daughter be a part of this series as one of the main characters. What amazes you about what she can do with this role of Gretel? Well, she's just, she, you know, because she never, she wasn't like, I want to be an actress. I want, you know, it, it wasn't like that. She just really has that, that sort of ease. I, and I saw that we, we, we would do TikToks together. And I would I would use her sometimes. She would write them, and I, I would put them together. And she was always so funny and so natural. And she has my sense of humor, like almost exactly. So so if I write something, she just says it the way I would want her to say it because that you know she she just gets it. Even if she doesn't get like we 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 did a TikTok where I wrote a line for her that was uh, that was no existential nihilism in the house, which like, what have I always told you? And I asked her later, I said, do you know what nihilism is? She goes, no, but I get the shape of that joke. It's obviously a big word for something that I was just doing. <laughs> I was like, yes, exactly. That's good. So, uh, but she, th- that's how it is. She, she always gets the shape of the joke. So she knows the, the right read to give it. And she just has a lot of life to her voice, and she doesn't sound like any other girl I've I've heard playing a little girl on a, a TV show. She got sort of a low, husky voice for a for a little kid, and uh, and it just sounded unique. And I think we all just fell in love with it. And you gave yourself a key role as well of being the voice of the alien spaceship that gives these powers. I did, I did. I we we actually cast somebody else for that. That was the only one that that came back, and I was like. I don't know. I like my voice better when I was doing the temp. And they was like, well, why don't you do it? And I was like, all right, I'll do that. I'll do that one. Uh, I had recast. I had done like all the voices originally, all the male voices were me. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and I, and there's even a character in there that's drawn to look like me, the dad. Yes, he looks is. Like me, and the mom looks like my wife. <laughs> and, and I was like, 
But that would be weird if it was my voice coming out of the character that looks like me. So we got Matt Jones uh, to to do that. He's got this great gravelly voice. I feel like no, that's funnier than me. So uh, so it was it was it was a fun casting uh, uh, casting process. But yeah, every once in a while the aliens make a reappearance and it's me. And and now there's two of them and it's me as one and my story editor Joanna Hausman, who's also a voice actress. Mm. doing the other one so 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 like the the two people in charge of the show are also in, in charge of the superpowers which is yeah, everything that goes on within the universe that you've created exactly. yeah was, was there any debate over whether hamster should talk um that was actually a suggestion from the previous head of the of the channel gary marsh had suggested what, what if you have hamster talk you haven't had any animals talk and i said well we could because to me, in, in my universe, animals don't talk. Mm. You know, it's like they might be super secret agents, but they don't talk. <laughs> and uh, and then he, when he said that, I was like, oh, we could do that because that could be one of the powers he got from the aliens. And uh, and so hamsters, you know, he's a hamster a few words, but they're always funny because it's, uh, it's Beck Bennett from Saturday Night Live doing the voice. And he, he just came in and like, his his audition was like, oh no, that's that's what hamster sounds like to me. He's it was, you know, like that's what you're sort of looking for when you're casting is does this sound like this character sounds in my head? Mm-hmm. And uh, and he just nailed it. Nice. Siblings relationships, wh- that was so key on Phineas and Ferb, obviously. Yes. What did you want to bring and show with the relationship between Kevin and Gretel on Hamster and Gretel? Well, Kevin, the Kevin and Gretel relationship is sort of based on me and my youngest sister. I have a sister that's 10 years younger than me. Mm. And because there's, you know, like when you get up to like six or seven years plus in between siblings, it's a very different relationship than it is if you, you know, if you have a sibling that's five and seven, they're going to be more competitive with each other. Mm. They're going to, you know, they're, they're sort of like competing for the same things in life at the same time. But when you get that much of a space, it's more of a protective older brother. You know, like I was sort of another parent. I was like a third parent to my little sister. Mm. You know, I was always trying to, you know, to help her grow up right and and protect her and make sure she had the thing. You know, like it's it it's it's somehow like, you know, we not that we wouldn't ever yell at each other because we would, but just not as much. Mostly it was this really fun relationship of, 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 you know, her having this big play thing she could play with because I was still young enough to play with her. And, uh, and, but I could also drive her to the mall and her friends to the movies and stuff like that. So I just wanted to see what that relationship was like. It's, I hadn't really seen that in cartoons mm-hmm. at all. I think, you know, the, the closest thing I'd seen to it was the the Nickelodeon show. I Carly has a much older brother mm-hmm. who was, yes. you know, who was, Uh, who is sort of like a father figure. Right, right. Hamster and Gretel premieres this Friday night on Disney Channel. Dan Povenmire, the creator, is with me now on the LCJ Q&A podcast. I love Professor Exclamation and all the villains. I'm sure you you had a ball coming up with all these villain names and what they do. We're having a lot of lot of fun with, with, with all the, you know, we're coming up with this whole rogues gallery of villains and we're having a great time. That's great. And episode two features this kind of poignant scene with, Kevin and his mother, where they go to this park and the, this place they had been to when they were young that's now closed. And I thought, wow, that, that's, that scene legitimately moved me. I, you had a yeah. lot of that in Phineas and Ferb. How did you want to bring the emotional moments like that to your new show here? 
Well, it's one of my favorite things about this, this this show is there's so often moments at the end of it that just make me go, oh, you know, it's like I get it back in color and I was like, oh, I forgot that was coming. <laughs> and, and, it, and, it, and it really hits me. And, and I think that it's it's really because the show, even though it's a superhero show, is really more focused on on the relationship between the family members. And I th- and I think that's the most relatable thing about it. And it's fun to see all the superhero action and it's fun it, it's uh, it's fun to see all the comedy but but when you get something that feels like oh this is a very relatable real moment between two human beings and especially if they're family and they have that kind of a bond. Uh to me that's that's the gold in in that you can get in storytelling. Nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more scenes like that as I watch more episodes of the show. Take me back, if you will, for a moment to 15 years ago this month when you had a High School Musical 2 premiering on Disney Channel. Was that 15 years ago this month? Yep, right afterwards. The roller coaster episode of Phineas and Ferb. 10.8 million people stuck around to watch the beginning of the new phenomenon known as Phineas and Ferb. Do you remember when Disney told you about the ratings and the impact of that night? You know, I wasn't, I'm not sure that I even knew what that number was. That was a huge number, you know, but, but I don't know what, that I was expecting a specific number. I didn't, you know, like, I, I, like, like I, people tell me the ratings are good or the ratings are bad. I don't know what, you know, what that actually means in actual people. So, so I'm not sure I really took it, you know, took it to heart at the, at the time I've now, see oh no that was a huge number for a for a premiere for a show and uh it, 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 that was another thing where we were we had just been you know like uh, we've been working on hamster and gretel for two years and we've sort of been in, uh, entertaining each other you know it's like we think it's funny we're making our each other laugh we're having a great time making it but it's you know friday will be this moment like it was for there where suddenly it's out there in the world and, and everybody else can enjoy it and that's what you know that's the exciting thing because we, we I, in when it really comes down to it i'm making making this comedy this this show for the world to 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 experience if they want to and it's good to put it out there so that they can actually experience it Yes. And I think so many families will really love this. Before we wrap up here, just overall, what is the most super part of this entire experience? If you had to pinpoint it down to one thing, one story, one factor about making Hamster and Gretel. You know, I, I think that to to me, the, the the best part about doing any of these cartoons is like, at the end of the day, when I'm done with an episode of TV, I can't really tell if it's funny anymore because, you know, I can only just say, well, that joke made me laugh the first 15 times I heard it. I've now heard heard it a hundred times. It's not, it's not like, like surprising me anymore, but at the end of a mix or at the end of a playback, I always go back to, I still love these characters. I like these characters so much just as people, you know, that don't really exist, but sort of exist for real in my brain. And to me, that's what that that's the best thing about making any of these shows is like creating characters that I hope everybody else will fall in love with the way I'd fallen in love with them. I love these characters. I love this world. I can't wait for everyone to check this out. Hamster and Gretel, Friday night, 930 and Saturday morning at 930 on Disney Channel. The first few episodes, creator Dan Povenmire, I think you got another hit. Congratulations and thanks for the LCJ Q&A today. Excellent. 
I'm Lights Camera Jackson. For more, go to lights-camera-jackson.com as well as Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify for all these LCJ Q&A episodes. Thank you.